0: all right Um, we're doing a wonderful series this month Um, (laughs) it's called losing religion right it's very exciting very very exciting i'm excited and um, what i'm going to be doing today is just to do a bit of introduction to the series that we're going to be doing and we're talking about religion versus christianity interesting i know that when people saw The topic, you know, different things will be coming through your mind. Uh, We Hopefully, get to some of the things that I suspect have gone through your mind. Uh, Before we get started, um, I just want to do a quick trivia. So, if I can get one or two extra mics, I just want to ask one or two people questions. Um, Because it needs to be interactive. Even though... It may not be very, very interactive, but I want you to interact with your mind you know, as much as possible. And I also want to take this time to appreciate people that are following online. We have a bit of technical issues, but I understand that at least 11 people are online now. I want to appreciate Samuel, Akuna, it's good to see you, and any other person that is following online. Uh, Wildflower is in church today, so. Yeah. She's online. I also know that somebody accused me of not recognizing them last week. If they are online today, Chioma, if you're online. I took your comment to heart. All right, so, are my mics ready? Who is holding the first mic? Give it to anybody, anybody at all. Anybody that is dressing well, that <laughs> that look like they know Bible, give them. First question, is the first person ready? maybe you can give another mic to somebody so that we just quickly go through it i need to take a poll of like from like five people right no i am not understanding okay the second mic with somebody give somebody give somebody first question who lived the longest in the bible that yeah, is simple now. That's that's the idea. It's a simple trivia. I think it's me to say long. How, how long did he live? Ah, that's what I do now. Okay, and you <laughs> will you give it a try? Who wants to Who wants to go? Still hold the mic. It's four questions. Nine sixty nine. What? Nine sixty nine. Nine sixty nine. Okay, that's good. Second question. And meanwhile, there's there's an interesting story to the story of Methuselah, right? So from what mountain did Jesus ascend to heaven? (laughs) Sorry. Someone said Kilimanjaro. (laughs) After (laughs) I give him my little? Give Ella the mic. Somebody should try i don't know i can't remember It's a mountain anybody all the people wearing suits look for people wearing suits who <laughs> wearing jacket i saw you been wearing something femi is wearing suit at the back see ella see ella ella is wearing church momiji jackets ah, sorry. please Give Ella see see hat. Somebody is wearing hats. Church hats. Give give them give them mic. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Who will bail us out before we go to the next question? Am I wearing church hats? Somebody I see. Somebody is raising hand. Somebody, somebody raising hand. I just want to try. Yes, please so try. That's Eve, what we are looking for. So if gets money is a mountain, then I think. Okay. Get some money. Umar, are, are you googling it? Oh my God! Umar is checking on Google. Yeah, Umar, what did Google say? Okay, you googled it. Ah, you got it. Okay. Getsemane is guarding Jesus' web Where he said, you know, where he prayed for long. Ha. Okay. Next question. How many disciples did Jesus have? I'm give you a mic. Ha! Huh. name any three? Now nah, everybody is chorusing it. Call them mic. Oh God, no. Pizza. Jesus is carriots. Because uh, uh, It was not exciting. <laughs> <laughs> and um, John. Okay. Give another person the mic. Let them mention three. Just three, just three. You can do, uh, three. Matthew. Okay. okay. Luke and um, Bartholomew. <laughs> okay. Uh, very interesting names. But, but yeah, give another person the mic. Let them mention three. Any three? James. Okay luke okay and john give rania good okay interesting names (laughs) there's andrew okay there's um nathaniel no sorry yes nathaniel yes then um this last guy what's his name the one that was doubting thomas yeah thomas okay that's good that's good um so first of all i heard luke luke is not <laughs> i heard um, okay yeah in love we normally mention mark mark is not uh, okay but it's fine let's keep going last question this one is a question of opinion now right and the, the question is if judas had repented you know if after Jesus died and resurrected Judas came back and you know you know he was sorry right he, was, he, was, he returned the money and he was sorry and then it led to guilt and then he took his own life So, the, but the real question is if he had gone back to meet the rest come back to the fold quote unquote would he have been forgiven I'm passing the mic to the person wearing white native yes pass the mic to somebody wearing white native okay that's a question but somebody said forgiving by who i didn't add by who to the thing so just use your own idea Forgiving by the other disciples or forgiving by jesus you know so maybe not peter yeah we are well aware that peter will not forgive no, no no we are very we can all agree on that that peter will not peter will not find it funny peter won't find it funny at all in fact in the book of art you could see that peter didn't find things funny when anania and sapphira came he didn't, yeah he didn't find it funny yeah and Jesus told them that anybody's sins that you forgive is forgiven, and anybody's sins that you retain is retained. It's a, Jesus had a lot of trust in us, because it, that thing is a terrible thing to tell Peter. Uh, anybody. <laughs> hallelujah. All right, so we start We're taking our poll, you know, And at some point, we'll definitely come back to it. And There's a reason why I did that before um, we start. So, we're talking about religion versus Christianity. I'm sure everybody here, or at least most people here at some point, you've heard the saying that Christianity is not a religion. Christianity is not a religion. Um, Everything I'm going to be saying today, I'm going to be saying them carefully. Right, because it's important to Take a lot of care when you're saying these things. So, Christianity is not a religion. It's not a religion. Yet, um, if you have to fill a form and you say religion, <laughs> you are not going to go and tick Hindu, right? If there is something that says Christianity on the form, you will fill that one. As a religion, so because sometimes when you now bring this to an argument with an erudite, somebody who is an intellectual, and you insist that Christianity is not religion, the person will ask you some questions. So if you check definition of religion, there's so many now. Um, however, one of the things that you see is that there is belief in a superhuman or a superpower or a deity or a god is one of the definitions of religion you have to believe in something right and that is in christianity in some way right okay uh, for, if you don't believe that jesus is god you are not a christian right just put that out <laughs> uh, if you check another definition it says that a sect of practices and rituals and activities that are done in honor or worship of a supreme being or a deity. And we have some of that in church. We have some of those kinds of practices. Um, We have things like baptism. We have things like communion. We have things like a prayer, right? And we have some things that we repeat as a routine. For example, We pick a day in the week, and everybody comes to church on that day. And there is usually a format where somebody is speaking to everybody, usually from a book, the same book for all of us, at least, pretty much the same book. I know there are variations here and there, but generally from the Bible. So there are things in Christianity that looks like religion. So, If you say Christianity is not a religion, and yet, in spite of all these things, if you say Christianity is not a religion, you're still correct. But it must be said carefully. You have to say that, well, I know there are, you know, other religions, there are 4,000 of them, but there are so many ways in which Christianity is different from all of them. And over time, because of what religion means, we have now become bold enough to say that Christianity is not a religion because if you study words there's something I, I call evolution of words the meaning of words change over time and sometimes dictionary is the last to catch up you know <laughs> the words change change because you know there's a group of people that have to agree that the word has moved before the effect the change or maybe the dictionary you have is from 1986 version i, I just for the purpose of argument, I just want to give you two interesting, two or three interesting words that have changed over time. What does awful mean? If I say something is awful, what does it mean? Something is bad, okay sir. So if you do some research, you discover that if you check the origin of the word and what it used to mean, it didn't mean something bad. It means awful, so it meant something that was wonderful. So at what point did you move from full of awe and wonder to meaning what you believe it means that's the evolution of words let's try another one what does nice mean? (laughs) that is a nice guy well hmm. interestingly (laughs) nice used to mean foolish yes there is a word in English they call simple tone somebody is just pushover yes somebody that can easily be bullied you know doormat that kind of thing that's what nice used to mean so if you want to compliment somebody as being nice make sure they are not very grounded in english for the pick offense let's do one more this one now uh, i'm trying to pick offense what does spin star mean <laughs> Single. Yes, yes, yes. Honorable would know now, right? Spinster. Huh. Should I leave you to do research on this one? So that you say it's your pastor that said. Back in the day, right? When people people that were not married were not allowed to walk in some places. Right. And people that were married were not allowed to walk in some places. So if you were married, you would move out of some sectors and then go to a different sector. In many cases, you just go to your husband's house or you follow your husband. So the work that was prevalent in that time was the work of a seamstress, of people that spin wool, do you understand? So it's only pe- ladies that were unmarried that worked in that textile industry. So they used to spin wool so, unmarried girls that worked there were called spinsters. Not because they were unmarried, but because of the work they were doing. Like lawyer, do you understand? <laughs> uh, spinning sense. <teams. laughs> over the time, over the years, it has changed, right? In the same way, religion used to mean something long ago. The meaning has started to change. And because the meaning is evolving, is why we are bold enough to say that Christianity is not a religion. Now if you study other religions of the world, there are things that distinctly differentiate them from what we do as Christians or what we're supposed to do. For example, in every religion of the world, it is man that is seeking God. In Christianity, it's the other way around. It is God. That is seeking man. And there's a tendency for people to feel that this is a New Testament reality. It is not. If you check uh, the book of Jeremiah 33, 31, verse 3, right? Uh, let's, let's read some of the scriptures. So, if, but you know, the one of Jesus is popular. I did not come for the righteous. I came, you know, he said it's not the healthy that needs a physician, but the sick. So I came to seek out and save the lost. Luke 19.10, John 6.44, check the scriptures. There's a lot we have to do, so we can't read everything. But let's do the book of Jeremiah. 31 verse 3. So I'm looking for my Bible app, okay. Jeremiah 31 verse three okay so the lord appeared of old unto me saying yeah i have loved you with an everlasting love therefore with loving kindness have i drawn you right let's do ezekiel 34 11. so this is old testament so it's not a new thing that the god of the bible is one that does the seeking Ezekiel 34 verse 11, For thus says the Lord God, Behold, I, even I, will both search my sheep and seek them out. You know, as the shepherd seeketh out his flock in the day and all of that. So, in our religion or in our way of life, God is the one that initiates. We respond to what he is doing. In other religions of the world, man is the one that initiates, hoping that their God will respond. So, one of the reasons why we insist that Christianity is not a religion is because religion has the tendency to have many things that we do not want in our relationship with God. Religion has the tendency to stay on false beliefs, things that are not true. And that's the origin of the word superstition, right? Things that are not true, but people hold dear and continue to hold dear. Religion has the tendency to have incomplete truths incomplete truths so somebody says the sun is the giver of light it's technically correct and then they say because of that we have to worship the sun now that's wrong somebody believes that the arrangement of stars can predict their future so they check things like horoscopes uh, hoping that they will find their destiny in it. Yes, the Bible says that the stars will tell times and seasons, but they are not supposed to predict our future. Because before stars started, before stars were made, God decided who and what will we will be, who and what we are in his mind, in eternity past, before stars came. Religion has the tendency to produce vain repetition. So you find people in different religions of the world doing something over and over and over and over again. And even Jesus warned us against using vain repetition in prayer. The reason why I'm saying all this is that it is possible to insist that you're a Christian and insist that Christianity is not a religion, and yet, as you're saying it, you are doing religion. Okay, I'll mention two other things, or three other things, and then we'll get started. Religion has the tendency to practice outdated cultural acts or rituals. Religion has the tendency to have several man-made doctrines because in many other religions of the world, the God they worship does not speak. And people need direction. So eventually somebody will say something for people to start to do. And religion has the tendency to generalize a personal experience and make it a doctrine. Okay. Having said that, let's start to talk about how it is possible for a man to practice religion in Christianity, even though he insists that Christianity is not a religion. Now, one of the things you notice in religion is something, I have to borrow a word from blockchain for this one, is something I called tokenization, where people are giving tokens. To represent the God they serve. Uh, because most of the time the God you are serving is not visible. Except this Hindu and stuff like that, where you actually worship a cow and you have the cow. In, <laughs> in other religions, they have to give you symbolism. And I'm borrowing, I'm borrowing from our African religion now. If you enter the house of a traditionalist, you will see tokens. Of his religion all over his house. Sometimes they used to have a house they call house of power. If you enter that house of power, you see horn of ram, one red cloth, something everywhere. In fact, if a traditional religion practitioner wants to exercise power, they will go and change what they are wearing. They will wear something that has the tokens of their religion. Hmm. Have you entered the house of a Christian and you see tokens? Hmm. Have you heard a testimony like this, that in we have a car sticker. If you put that sticker on your car, you can't have accidents. In fact... <laughs> One time we were driving and then the god, But I remember that we had this, the car was there. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm being careful because <laughs> it's good to be careful. It's just like this. So, the idea of tokenization is that you can't access the god, but I can access him for you, and me that have accessed him. I can give you something from that access that you can use instead of accessing the God. Do you understand? What is our protection is God's presence. But the idea is that you can't access God's presence. So I will put it in a sticker for you such that your mind now, instead of figuring out or understanding or believing that God is with you, it's okay for you to believe that sticker is with you so it robs you of your intimacy with god and one of the things that needs to happen for tokenization to succeed is that there must be an intermediary somebody who is interfacing between you and god for them to be giving you the tokens do you understand so In the case of a car sticker, the person has reduced the presence of God to a sticker. So, the day the guy enters a car that does not have a sticker, then there is a problem. And there is a thin line. Sticker is a far-fetched example. There are things that we use as symbols, and there is a dangerous thread where you can move from symbolism To tokenization, even with things like anointing oil, things like mantle, things like you know, I come from. I used to attend church where candles were a big deal. Yes, so if there's an issue at night, if everybody is nobody is praying first, everybody is looking for. uh, Yes, I was looking for candle first. (laughs) Uh, It has sneaked into Pentecostalism where a child is sick nobody is praying first or is looking for oil first or the special water uh, or even, even thank you even bible yes I've, hollywood did not try because there are movies where somebody who point bible at the devil and then lightning will come out of the bible tokenization hmm tokenization and into my intermediary. So we have Christians who insist that Christianity is not religion, but you have things that you use to pray. Like something you must hold when praying. Sometimes it's called prayer beads or something, that you must, you know, hold. Some people have places or pillars they must touch. Mm. You know, it's a dangerous thing for a pastor to come to church. And while it is good to say something like this, it's it's tough to come to church and say, This is where God answers prayers. <laughs> it's correct, too, but it's a half-truth. Does God answer prayer? Here, yeah. yes. Does he answer it in your car? Yes. So it's dangerous for me to say this is where God, God answers prayer. <laughs> Everywhere. How do we know? Jonah cried out to God. From the belly of a fish. Uh, Jonah can't come out now and be pointing at the fish and say this is where God answers prayer. All of us should go and enter. No no. <laughs> Tokenization and intermediary. So, imagine somebody gives you a token. The problem with the intermediary is that you understand only what he told you, and you don't understand anything else. So imagine a traditionalist gives you a token and says, this thing, in the morning, just breathe on it three times. Don't breathe slowly, breathe fast. (laughs) Blow, Blow through your mouth. After you are done doing that, anything you say will happen, and then he gives you a token. Like, that's great. So you go to your house, Start using it, you start using it. And it's working, right? And the guy warns you. (laughs) people have given this thing to before and they I'm telling you now, just breathe on it three times. So one morning like that, you wake up, you breathe on it three times. Then when you are done breathing, then you sneeze. Now you're not sure what to do, because that last one too. So the idea is that you now have to start running from where you are to where the person that gave you the token is. And you can get there and they say it's not around, that you went to go and do something in the forest. You can't enter the forest, so you have to wait. While you're waiting, maybe in the compound, you can see some mad people, and you're not entirely sure. (laughs) uh it sounds funny have you met christians who when they sneeze they start running to go and meet a pastor mm. <laughs> mm. sorry if he's coming home if he's coming close if the shades are coming close An intermediary reduces your access to what he gives and what he can give you. And what he gives you forms the boundary of your understanding. Anything he has not told you, you won't understand. Here is the thing. It's not like intermediaries are bad altogether. Because this is why God gives to the body. Teachers, apostles, prophets, evangelists, and pastors, because many times when you begin your journey, you need somebody who has gone perhaps a little further or a little farther than you to tell you these are the things you are supposed to know. These are the things you are supposed to do. For example, it's like when you get into medical school, right? You need doctors to teach you. Even when you when you graduate and you are doing house job, you still need doctors to show you what you need to do. You need specialists to help. Even when you have become a specialist, you still need other specialists to compare notes with. Yeah. But the idea of a good intermediary is that I introduce you to the source and I don't stay in between you and the source. So imagine somebody introduces a guy to a girl. If he does a good job, they will continue journey it's not that they cannot reference him every now and then but they should be able to continue the journey in such a way that they don't need him the way they needed him in the beginning Mm. in fact a time should come when the relationship of the man and the woman is stronger than the relationship that either of them has with the intermediary do you understand In fact, a time should come that the intermediary should look at them and say, Kai, you guys have changed. You've seen stories of guys lamenting about their best friend. That after he got married, he's just changed. He doesn't come out again. He doesn't have money to borrow me again. Everything has changed. I can't reach him except through his wife. His phone is always busy. Yes, that's the idea. So a pastor should have that kind of testimony about people i introduced him to god kai see how he has changed kai such that uh, if somebody is sick now and they call the pastor i can say, say fermi go hmm. so the intermediary gives you the boundaries when you start right when i was preparing this <laughs> someone One example kept coming to mind, and I have to say it. So, I don't know why, so I try to fight it off because I don't want to sound spooky, but I have to say it, and I don't know why, it might help somebody. So somebody can come to you now, after a person becomes a Christian, you know, all through the last eight weeks, we've been talking about how God speaks to you, right? So somebody can come and say, I see my dead grandfather, or my dead grandmother, appear to me in a dream, and he's he's giving me direction. You know. And it's working. <laughs> and you know, without a specialist, you can check the Bible and say even Moses and Elijah appeared to Jesus at the Mount of Transfiguration, right? They are like Jesus' grandparents, right? <laughs> so the intermediary lets you know that your grandfather is now among the spirit of just men that are made perfect. And that's There's a possibility for a familiar spirit to take on the face or the image of a dead relative to try to have influence in your life. And no matter how that relationship is going, the end is destruction. Because the only reason why the devil comes is to kill, to steal, and to destroy, yes. I need to put that out there. So, having said that, the work of a good pastor is to try to motivate you, to inspire you, to want to experience God by yourself. And you must create a system where you are not focusing on things that just pastor is saying or that is just handed down to you. I mean... Let me throw the shade I want to throw. Let's open our Bible to the book of Luke, chapter 6, and verse 13. I, it will touch you. It to will touch you. To touch you. And then another person open to the book of Acts, chapter 1, verse 15. If you have opened to Luke six thirteen, you will have started to see how it's about to touch you. Okay, we are not projecting. I'll read it. And when it was day, okay, first you know Jesus prayed all night before this day, because he wanted to do something very significant. And when it was day, he called unto him his what disciples. I read KJV. Try. He called unto him his disciples, and out of them he did what? He chose the who? The twelve what? Apostles, beautiful. So, who or what informed you that Jesus had 12 disciples? Yeah. Intermediary. Yes. Intermediary. By the time we go to the book of Acts, the book of Acts chapter 1, from verse 15, the Bible says that the disciples gathered in the upper room. And they said the number in the upper room was what? 120. As a matter of fact, if you study theology, there are over 400 of them. 120 were only the people that gathered in the upper room. In fact, by the time you get to verse 26, you know they had to choose somebody to replace Judas. right? In choosing somebody to replace Judas, they decided to pick out of people who had been following Jesus from the baptism of John till that point, and they had at least two people to choose from they had Matthias and they had one of that guy, uh, Joseph, or so, something like that. I just can't remember, it's not another Judas one. Let's stay with the Joseph because that Basar something it looked like that guy that they used to replace Joseph. Yeah, let's stay with Joseph. So, the idea is that. There were several people following jesus from the time of the baptism of john till the day of pentecost and they were not 12. here's the thing this thing i am talking about is not rama it's not rema because an atheist or a muslim who wants to read the bible for the sake of acting with a christian will find it it's not rama you need the Holy Ghost to find Rema. This one you don't even need the Holy Ghost to find it. Just study. You you discover. Like, uh-uh, why? Are they? If you check Google, huh, most of the results there will say Jesus had twelve disciples. Intermediaries. The idea <laughs> is that you have to study and know God for yourself. So the question is that if something this simple and obvious. Can be misleading for years, decades, and centuries. How many other things are you wrong about? Because this is not deep, this is not, I'm not, this is not, remarried. this is just plain, it's there. If you can check it, you see it. <clears throat> so, the person who has come into understanding that there's a relationship, right, and I have to. Have knowledge and understanding for this relationship to work, will give themselves to study, and the testimony of somebody who is actually doing Christianity, will be like that of the Berean Church, right? The Bible speaks about the Berean Church that they received the word with gladness, but when they finish receiving it, they will now go and check scriptures to see if what they were told was so. There's another group of Samaritans in the Bible that, you know, when Jesus spoke to the woman at the well and then she ran, she went to tell everybody and then everybody came. When everybody came, they said, we now believe in Jesus. Not just because of what this woman said, but because we too, we have seen and heard him. That's the testimony of somebody who is not practicing religion. Now, I believe God, though. Eh? But not just because of what you said. But because me too, I've checked, I've tasted, I've seen that God is good. Mm. And that is why many of the things that we do or we say, there are things that you can practice, there are things you can try, there are things you can do. Right? The last time Pastor Martin was ministering, he said that um, if somebody says, I cover you with the blood of Jesus, <laughs> tell the person that you know if it's you know why. This is a kingdom of priests. So remember the example I gave, the analogy of token. Here, if a person says, ah, you need protection, let me give you one token. You say, keep it, I have my own. Mm. Because it's the same Jesus, the same Holy Ghost for everybody. God wants us to study. And it's one of the ways to start the relationship and say, I've heard you. Thank you. Let me check. After I've checked, he will still go to the Holy Ghost and say, explain before I accept it. Do you understand? The Bible says that it is the glory of God to conceal a matter. For it is the honor of kings to search them out. Because one of the major things that differentiates us from other religions is that other religions have a priest speaking to people we are here we are a kingdom of priests we are a community a conclave of kings everybody a king everybody 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 you know most of the time when people greet me good morning sir i respond good morning sir it's not because i'm that Humble or respectful is because I know that is a king talking to another king. It's not that I'm trying to be nice, you know. We've eliminated nice <laughs> It's a community of kings. So intermediaries are necessary, right? <laughs> Sorry, I know that when people saw this topic, you were hoping that we'll be saying, Ah, you'll be thinking of where you're coming from. That's it in that place that is saying people should not wear trouser that is saying people should not wear a ring tell them, tell them. no today is tell us first we will have another forum for tell them <laughs> one of the things that we do and we have to do if you are a Christian is prayer you have to pray the challenge many times is that there is a tendency for your prayer to be religious Oh. <laughs> hmm I'll give maybe one example, because the examples are many. So, where I used to come from, or where I came from rather, uh, there's this, there are some characters in the Bible we love, with tenacity, we love them. Some, I dare say some people love those characters more than God. With my full chest, I said it. One of them is Elijah. Fire, 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 this fire thing is so heavy that some ministries are named, there's fire there." Yes, Some, fire, 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 you enter a service and everybody is erupt, fire, fire. And there are songs, some of those songs, they start slow, they keep, the tempo keeps going up to the drama is now the drama is now struggling to keep up <laughs> you know what I'm talking about let's not sing any songs here um, remember one of the things about religion religion has a tendency to take Something that happened once eh? and turn it into a daily experience. Even the person that actually called fire <laughs> called it a total of three times, right? And in my opinion, in my own candid opinion, and I, um, Jesus agrees with me, in the three times he called down fire, only one was correct. Yes. should we talk about it? Let's talk about it. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about it. So it happened that there was a king in Israel, right? And the king was sick. The king was strolling on one balcony, something, and then he fell. You know, they did not construct the thing well. So he fell, and then he was bedridden. He now sent people to go and ask from another nation, an idol in another nation, if he will get well. Somehow Elijah got to know and then he intercepted the messengers, and told them that, is there no God in Israel that you are going to go and ask an idol if you will get well? He now said, because of that, go and tell the king that he will not get well and he will die. Yeah. Yes. Typical Elijah, right? So the guys went back to go and tell the king. When the king said, the king said, who told you? They said, one man like that. He said, describe him. He said, I have led I say oh, says, Elijah. He now sent 50 people to go and get him. When they met Elijah, they said, the king is calling you. He said, me. The king is calling me. Okay, no problem. He called fire fire burnt 51 people. Another set came. Sir, the king is calling you. <laughs> he did not ask the first set how they did not get back. Fire came down again. Then a third set came. And in Yoruba, they used to say that, if they send you a message of slavery, you use sonship to deliver the message uh, yeah I said this way so <laughs> the guy that decided to be a son looked at Elijah I said please uh, uh, see uh, first of all let my life and the life of the people with me be precious in your sight yeah he said please the king is the king just you know <laughs> don't mind our king <laughs> so, Oh these people once they become king like, they start to misbehave. Uh, you know it's not his fault. But we we are we are lawyer, we know ourselves so <laughs> Here is what happened. An angel appeared to Elijah, and the angel now told him something that changed my idea about the entire story. The king said, "Don't be afraid to go with him." Uh, oh, wait, 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 wait! Oh, really? Sorry. Check it. Check it when you get home. He now went with them. Guess what? He still told the king the same thing. That this is your sickness, you will not get well, you will die. Guess what happened? The king still died. And after that, nothing happened. The question is, what was the use of the death of one and two people? (sighs) Jesus Christ. I hope you know uh, that... I hope you know that the prayer that that guy prayed, that let my life and the life of the people with me be precious in your sight, is wrong for somebody to have to say that to a Christian. Yeah. Uh, because as a Christian, you can know that this person too, God died for him. Yeah. So his life is already precious in your eyes. Uh, yes. But Elijah was coming from an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. Let's read second Kings chapter one. I, I want us to see it because I, I know there's Tennessee if people who will not check it. Second Kings chapter one. Let's start from verse 14. You, you already know the backstory. Verse 14 says, Behold, there came down fire from heaven and burnt up two captains of the former fifties with their fifties. He now said, Therefore, let my life now be precious in your eyes. And the angel of the Lord said unto Elijah, What did he say? Go down with him and be not afraid of him. You see that? You can see it now. 2 Kings 1, 14 and 15. But you can read the entire story when you get home. Okay, so this one, it was the Holy Spirit that explained it to me, right? Because you can see when some people following Jesus tried to copy Elijah and Jesus rebuked them and said, you don't know what manner of spirits you are of. Okay. So the fire that came back down on Mount Carmel to separate between Baal, to, so that Israel would choose God and leave Baal, eh, eh, correct fire, correct fire. Because there was a sacrifice for that one to burn, right? So when we enter a fire service, one of the things that we hear is, where is the God of Elijah? The person who said that was Elisha, and the person he had known all his life in the things of God, apart of this, apart from the sons of the prophets, was Elijah, Elijah was his master. So he got to somewhere and needed a miracle, and then he said, where is the God of Elijah? Now, is right to say that, why? Number one, God was not living inside him at the time. He's right to look, to say, "Ah, show, show yourself. Uh, so here is the problem, when somebody who you have been assured that greater is he that is in youth than he that is in the world has to pray and then feels the need to say, where is the God of Elijah? First question is, is okay to just repeat something you see in the Bible, but do you understand what you're saying? Because one of the tokens of religion is to give you catchphrases to just keep saying and not understand why you are saying them. (laughs) Uh, One pastor once said that, in fact, people say, where is God of Elijah? You are wrong. That God of Elijah is not missing. What is missing is, where are the Elijahs of God? Uh, As much as I like that, "Mm, I I don't want to be an Elijah of God. (laughs) But I still like what he's saying, so that it makes people wake up. That "Uh, uh, I, I don't want to be Elijah. The template I have is Jesus. So when we come and the, the fire service, fire service, fire come down, fire come down, I have the tendency to ask that, the guy that actually brought down fire, he had things to burn. So me, I did not, I came to worship, I did not bring, nobody told me we were going to be burning anything, so I did not come with, uh, And Here is the other thing when you are asking for fire most of the time because of the Elijah reference. You are thinking of enemies Mm. Meanwhile Jesus promised us a baptism of fire and what the fire of Jesus is supposed to do is completely different Yeah, it's completely different one of the things I supposed to do is supposed to refine supposed to purge us supposed to Make us zealous for God's things. Okay? Uh, many people don't even know that kind of fire. This is just the one of Elijah that and it's one of the things that religion can do. So religion can take a one-time occurrence and force it to be your daily experience. So you will see that Israel had a lot of practices. For example, because of the Passover, Israel would put lamb, put blood, and eat every year, right? Same thing, Sabbath. Here's now what happened. The day the person, that thing was symbolizing, showed up, they didn't recognize him. It's okay not to recognize him, but at least listen to him. And then Jesus will be telling them that this thing just speaks of me, you don't need it again. You don't need these rituals again. They'll say, no, my grandfather did it, told my father, and they told me, were you there when they told me? And then Jesus said, yes, I, I, I'm, I'm the one that instigated this thing for a while. Now the season of it has passed. And then you see the Jews change, they change it to, that if you say that in a girl, I'll slap you. <laughs> yes, and they picked up stones to stone you. Huh. Religion can be very heavy. That religion can Make you look God in the face and tell him, No, I'm going to, I prefer this thing to what you're saying, even to the best of us, even to the best of us. So, the apostle of the church, Apostle Peter, had a vision where unclean things came down, quote and unquote, is one that called them unclean. Right? Even God had to say, Don't call. <laughs> The things that I've called clean, don't call them unclean. And you say, Peter, it's Peter said something that doesn't make sense. If you did literature, it's called uh, oxymoron, right? He said, No, Lord. (laughs) (laughs) You don't say that. You don't say that. The only thing you say is, Yes, Lord. How high? How fast? You don't say, No, Lord. No, no. Uh, he said no, God no this one no after that's how powerful religion can be and religion is not just in what people have told you it can be in how you have lived so we say don't talk in a particular way you say no, no Lord this is how I'm feeling this is how I am they say this is your feeling is subject to how you think, and then subject to what you say. Do you understand? It's like a farmer that sees cassava in his farm, and he says, I don't want cassava again. We now say, okay, we farmers association, we know the secret to not seeing cassava again. What you need to do is that this year, from now, plant maize, then next year, or oh, in three months, you will now see maize. They say no, cassava is what I'm saying. Cassava. They say, eh, we we understand. But you see, this cassava you are seeing now, is a product of a seed season. You can change that, and then eventually you will see something else. That's how If you keep saying cassava, then next year you will see cassava. Oh, you can break the cycle now. Religion can say no. I say it as it is, I'm a real person, I don't like to, you know, (laughs) mix things up, I'm a realist. (laughs) (laughs) They say the fact that you're a realist is a reaction. Uh, You're being real to something that is an effect of a cause. You can now be shorter than Being real. You can change that course and then all your being realists will enter a new reality. Mm. That's what they call cause, effects and controllers. Paris, someone. So it's possible for you to be stuck in something. That is wrong. And by choice, you insist on doing it. Because the Bible says that you can make the word of God of no effect by tradition. So there's something you can insist on doing. You know, after they prevailed on Peter, even angels came and said, please go to the house of Cornelius. He's praying, God has decided to help him. Peter agreed, right? But he carried religion with him. If you check your Bible, when he got to the place, The first thing he said, he said, I hope all of you know that it is unlawful for me to be here. (laughs) First thing he said. First thing he said. (laughs) And that's why at the end of the day, God had to look for somebody else to do the work, because if we follow Peter. (laughs) Hi. So, One of the things you see in religion is that only one person has access. And then, the one person that has access tells everybody else what to do. Unfortunately, there was a season when Christianity was like that, where it was a priest, and the priest insisted that you have to pay for your sins by something that is called penance. Eh? Thank Thank God for somebody like Martin Luther, who, was also a priest, and then he saw that, ah, he said he just would live by faith too. And then he started a protestant movement with 22 letters. right? And then now, all of a sudden, the Bible is available to everybody. Yeah. Guess what? It's possible for you to live like the Word of God is now available to everybody. And even though you say Christianity is not a religion, you are no better than people that we're doing penance. Because everything you know about the word is what somebody told you. And that's not different from the thing that Martin Luther fought and died to change. So I would say, yeah, I know that thing. The gospel is not for Sunday morning. The Bible is not for Sunday morning. And in churches where they even project scriptures now, some people just don't bother. Just, they will project it. And when it's projected, it is what the pastor is putting emphasis on that you see. Yeah, it's what the pastor is putting emphasis on that you see. And that can become religion, even though we insist that Christianity is a relationship. One of the beautiful things that we love about Christianity uh, contrasting it with other religions is that in other religions, they say you have to do something to attain salvation. Here we say you don't, so religion says do. Jesus says done, right? Just come and and let's start the journey. So in our circuit on Wednesday, We did a poll, right? What's religion versus Christianity? And uh, after people had eaten, Bernard had a good idea and said that, and said that religion tries to start from outside in, while Christianity is lived from inside out. Because the first change that happens, happens in your spirit, and then, they now say, "Renew your mind," which is the next layer. And when you renew your mind, your actions will change. Religion tries to start with the actions first. Do this. Don't go here. Don't touch this. Here is the problem. One of the problems with men is that we tend to add to the rules. If if you start from the beginning, in Genesis, right? God told Adam that, "Don't eat this fruit." By the time Adam was going to tell Eve, Adam said, don't touch the fruit. Is that what Jesus said? Is that what God said? No, don't eat. Uh If that happened in a space of a few days, right? If you now check 2,000 years of things moving down, you will have gotten to rules where, in some places, men sit on one side, women sit on one side, and you have to wonder What's the origin of this? Among many other things, I heard a story of the church where people were in distress. There was an armed robbery attack somewhere and people were running to find shelter in the church. And the security guard in the church and the other people in the church said, you can enter, but ladies that are wearing trousers can't enter. I have to wonder it, Where, 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 where is it? Where? There's another one we spoke about on Wednesday. So find a few places that insist that cesarean session is the same. Uh, Women can not do CS. And if you interview any doctor, they will tell you how many casualties have occasioned from that. In fact, in some cases, the women themselves insist that they won't take. Okay, meanwhile, there's this story about hebrew women even in the bible they made us know that it was a cover-up story from where let's <coughs> has gone hallelujah so what i want to say as one of the most important things that differentiates us from religion is that we are people on a mission and i want to use a story for an example so imagine you have a school of terrorists right whose agenda is to terrorize the world. One of the things that happens is that for them to be able to penetrate into systems, they will send them to different places. So some of them, the same thing as undercover cops, right? So they send them to school. Some of them come studying medicine, studying law. Some one of them are doing rocket science. You think they want to go to space like Elon Musk, but that's not really why they are there. They're in different places. They will enter military and police because they want to create a network that is able to carry out the agenda that they want to do. So, the terrorist in medical school, everybody sees him as a doctor. It's possible he even introduces himself as a doctor. But he knows that doctor is cover-up story. It's just a cover. I know exactly what I'm here to do. Is he going to learn medicine? Yes. Is he going to try to be the best medical student? Yes. Is it possible he will have relationship? Yes. Is it possible he gets married? Yes. Is it possible he runs to be SUG president or whatever? Yes. But in spite of all these things, he knows what he is doing. He knows that he is on a mission. So, if somebody wants to write a letter to him, maybe the head, the provost of the school of terrorists, is noticing that it's like this guy is getting carried away. All his Instagram posts is party, party, party. I've not even seen him put a picture of the flag, you know. I've not seen him with AK 47. What's going on? Is this guy forgetting? So they can send him a letter or a note that says, <laughs> Dr. Chesson, <laughs> you are in this school, but you are not of this school. That is why it's possible to write a letter to us and say, you are in the world but not of the world because you are there on a different agenda. Is it possible for Dr. Cheson to have money? Yes, in fact, as a matter of fact, for terrorism to be very effective, you need wealth. Every agenda needs wealth. Every agenda needs wisdom. So, the provost of the school of terrorism is not against him having wealth. And because it's possible for... For <laughs> <laughs> somebody to say, this does not money? contentment. No, they say the agenda does not need... Yes, <laughs> the agenda does not need your contentment. Your agenda, the agenda needs size. Oh... So what differentiates us from other religion is that people pursue God for themselves. We understand that God lives in us to express himself, which is very different. And our continuous pursuit or need of that union is to carry out an agenda because we were not born we were sent. If you check your scripture, there was, in John, He said there was a man, sent. His name was John. People in other religion believe they were born. This is the day the child was born. No, we were sent because if you check all true scripture, you will see that God had us in mind in eternity past. This is Everywhere, Old Testament, Jeremiah, God said, before you were formed in your mother's home, that's even before you were born, I've ordained you a prophet in eternity past. It doesn't matter if Jeremiah went to school of medicine or school of engineering, he's a prophet. Yes, he, he, can he be a medical doctor or whatever? Yes, can he be a footballer, a comedian, a musician? Yes, but he knows the mission first. So, one of the things that uh, separates us from other people that walk around with tokens, is that a guy takes a token to say this thing is protecting me? I will not die. <laughs> no, a believer knows that number one, I don't die because God is in me. Number two, there is a mission. I'm protected because there is something to do. I'm not seeking the protection. I'm living in it. It is the. It is the. Is in the interest of the provost of school of terrorism to make sure that nothing happens to his guy that understanding switches something in you that understanding switches something in you so we are kings and priests coming from eternity past moving through time under different covers into eternity future. There's a possibility to get carried away with the covers. To think oh, you are here to be is a doctor, or oh, you are here to be it's a musician. Sometimes even the cover can be ministry. Mm. Even pastor is cover. What God called us are witnesses. Our, the idea is to show God, to demonstrate God, to show to express God in our world and the lives of the world. So, this thing that I'm saying cover is this, is, that, that. that is tough to understand. Because a person that needs to carry out his assignment well must be in good relationship with HQ to understand the mission, to understand the provision, to understand everything. And no intermediary can do it well. No intermediary can do it perfectly. It will take you as a person insisting that I want to know what this is about. And one of the things that you have to do is to personalize your move with God, your walk with God, your communion with God, and we talked about it last week. Because, you know, I feel terrible sometimes when I see people praying and they are saying things like, where is the God of Elijah? You know, when God appeared to Job, he said, who is this, that darkness counselor? With words, without knowledge. Like you're just saying things. You don't know what they mean. You can't command power with them. I have to say that I've been praying the name of Jesus all my life. I did not understand what the name of Jesus meant or how it worked, the 2018. And as soon as I understood it, the results changed, everything changed everything changed i now realize it is not by mentioning it that's the one that switched it for me that is not about saying you know and meanwhile they've there is religion that have become a song that said at the mention of your name every knee must bow Uh, okay Let's do some. We about to round off. Um, I people have learned something new. You've learned. You've learned something. Let me At least you now know that it's not twelve disciples. (laughs) Philippians two verse ten. Philippians two verse ten. Let's start from verse 9. Wherefore God also had highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. Verse 10, that at the name of Jesus, every name should power. It's not a dimension of the name. Remember Adam and Eve? God said, don't eat. Eve changed it to, I Adam changed it to don't touch. It's not a dimension. It's at the understanding of the name. Because if it's a dimension and you believe it's a dimension, when will our shadows heal the sick? Because our shadows are not mentioning the name of Jesus. It is an understanding that brings out a life. It's an understanding that brings out a life. So the question is how to find the understanding? Yes, how to find the understanding? How to stay with HQ and understand what this witnessing is about? That's part of why we pray. That I'm here. I'm a businessman, but I'm not just a businessman. But all I know are the things that I know since when I've been born. I need to know the things that have happened before I was born. That's why the Bible says that I has not seen, he has not heard. Neither has it entered into the heart of man. It's clear what God has prepared for them that love him. He said, but he has revealed them to us by his spirit. So we now need communion with that spirit to find out what that thing is. And that is why we pray for long. If we have to, to find out what those eternal ordinations are, what those eternal callings are. Because the life of a Christian, you're supposed to do things supernaturally. Supernatural things should happen with you naturally. Otherwise, we are like every other religion. So you should speak, and things should happen. You should touch the sick, and they recover. You should know that you are divinely protected. You should say things that make other people say, "Ah, what kind of God do you have? You know, when Jesus was talking, the Bible says they were astonished at his doctrine because he speaks as one with authority. How are you speaking? But this speaking is not by just having the catchphrases. (laughs) It stems from the understanding because correct communication starts, comes from the abundance of the heart. And that is why we study, and that is why we pray. And one of the prayers of Paul is that that the eyes of our understanding be enlightened, that we should grow in the wisdom and revelation of him. And that is the prayer we are praying this morning. So you are praying it differently because almost every religion prays. Some are praying on their token, some are praying for other things right but we know we are on a mission and many times we pray to understand the mission to understand the mandate to understand the strategy to understand the collaborations we need to do them Mm. that's why they say kings marry for kingdom so you know the person is coming to participate in that mission it's not because of spark or chemistry (laughs) Pray in the Holy Ghost. And pray that the eyes of your understanding be enlightened. The Bible says, and Jesus opened their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. So, part of what you are praying is that God, when I open the Bible to read, let it speak to me. Let me find wondrous things out of the book of your law. Ano kos kavriake tish kada kata na kas kisi katia kakis ena katia kavara na katish kati zia na katish kapa han ego porono godish kavriake tish kati gombes Kitis kavrahadi kati kata eno kavriake tish kati zia katis our own some bread, get dish, get Eno kon some bread, get dish, Mono Kotosh Carry get Open our understanding, O oh God. We need to know. We need to understand. We need revelation, oh God. Let our knowledge be mixed with understanding. Let our wisdom be mixed with understanding. So that it will be true. In experience that as Jesus is, so are we in this world. That it may be said of us that we too have come. To destroy the works of the devil. And So that we come to understand that greater is he that is in us. And he that is in the world. And we live it as truth. Every day. Every day. Manakon Enkoskum Rahadikaskomana Kashkata. Anaga Don Shombor nogodioshkapor. Enegadia boronogodoshkobria katiskati gardeshkatya. And no boronogodyoshkata. Pray that as I read the Bible, it opens to me. I find the spirit and the life in it. The Bible says that they are life to those that find them, and health to all their flesh. Health the bible speaks about jesus he said he found that was written concerning him he said Lo, i come in the volume of the books as it is written of me to do your will to do your will oh god let me not be distracted by the covers let me never forget who i am <laughs> the bible says Creature is groaning in bondage, waiting for sons to liberate them. And his sons, his sons. Yes, their cover can be law, their cover can be military, their cover can be business, their cover can be medicine, but it is sons. It is sons. It's a mandate for sons. Only in Christianity do we talk about the fatherhood of God, that we are sons of God. And if we are sons of God, let's do what sons do. But it comes by understanding. It comes by light. It comes by understanding. Ha, skibra, ha, denko, skatia. Let the eyes of understanding. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, 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 tell, at kes, Nemana gabriaga don some fegadiashkata yala gadem briaga don some falagadiashkete yala don some free diashkate Ayanana Gadesh. gadash Gitisha gadash ene kobilaga diaga gadash porogodi gabriaga degati shada gadash ayana na gadye gadagash kagagash keporo gadash agash. Minutes, minutes, minutes. I want to hear you. I want to understand you. I want to do your will. I want to understand the scriptures. Anagaski diabradias ketesh. Anagadios kabriagadis ketia. Anagadiagados ketizibara koshkambriagadias. Anagadias keteske debradias ketesh. Eno koskabriye gadieske boskabaruana gadieske te, anagadiaga balaga dieske bo, erebaroana gadoshke baruana gadieske bo, eno godiakopriye kateske ti si bara koskambada gadieske te, anagadiaga baroana koskampriye kateske Hallelujah. So sometimes we try to do some of these things by our own strength by our own power but the way christianity works is that it is god that works in us both to will and to do it is 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 working. it is working, right so some people pick out time i want to pray i want to read but i want to pray they sleep i want to read they get distracted so this morning i'm going to pray again god Let me be aware of your grace. Let me know. Let me not lean on my own strength. Let me connect with your strength. Let me draw strength. Ephesians 16 says, draw strength from your union with God. Help me, help me, help me. Ask for help. The Bible says that we can come to the throne of grace and obtain mercy and find help in time of need. The help now is to apply ourselves to this thing so that we can study to show ourselves approved so that we can pray enough till things break open within us grant me grace grant me grace 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 pray 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 lato pray 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 so even the young people will faint. They will be weary. They will get tired. Uh, because even to the weak, he increases strength. He gives might. That will be strengthened in our inner man. <laughs> they, they wait upon the Lord. They mount up with wings as eagle; They run. They are not weary. They walk. They are not faint. Because the God within us, <laughs> he doesn't get tired. He doesn't faint. He doesn't get weary. Anagada, the maker of the ends of the earth. <laughs> it Can be carried on eagle's wings. It can be carried on the wings of the spirit. There's such a thing as grace for prayer and supplication that you know you do it by grace everything you used to do it is applied and then you just glide you just glide it's not by brute strength <laughs> yes discipline is required but it's not by brute strength <laughs> Ene katas kumbriya katan se katiyashkete, e ne kumbriya kati kambala kosh kumbriya nagadam Brahadon kompos kuparukiadiakatish, e ne kumbriya kati skati gadakash, amvot es kumbriya gadias kente kati shkaba, e no kumbriya katan samphada gadish, ikos kumbriya E nagadia gaba ra kopo. Oh you know, Koskuzi adia nagatash kan. E nagadia gaba dagadish of wana sa. E nagasavria gadish kopo. Ene borono gadosh kapiya katias kopo. borono kopo. Halia kas kata. Oh thank you Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I understand that um, some people that want to be prayed with, um, interestingly, I talked about the fact that we are on a mission, and I know that uh, at least one or two people are relocating, and we'd just like to pray with you if you want to come out um, favor and any other person that wants to be prayed with. <laughs> Akash kapara katos seketish Sombeties ketekadash kaparo nokosh ketizya katesh Ana katosh kombasisiya kapo Anakadia kadies sombarono kadies kapo Lena kamorono katosh kapo supir yakadies Ana brohosh katikos kombri ana kadies ketia khatosh in a sham priya kathi ash kata swarona In a ash katon samparaona kotish ka ta bata In a brahya skavarona kotish ka po ena barona kotish ka barona kotish ka priya neka dies ko ena barona kotish ka in the name of jesus anama sikash pa as you go the light of God is with you walk with light walk on water in the name of Jesus do things that was believed to be impossible in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus nothing is impossible unto you in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus, name of Jesus. Name of Jesus. I decree in the name of Jesus that your joy is full. In the name of jesus. Nothing holds you back in the name of Jesus. Nothing holds you back in the name of Jesus. Nothing holds you back in the name of Jesus. Nothing holds you back in the name of Jesus. One of the things that God says we are delivered from is the scourging tongues of men. If there is anything that you remember, anything that is on replay in your mind, that tells you you are not enough those things those voices are silenced now in the name of jesus in the name of jesus god says you can god says you are god says you are enough in the name of jesus in the name of jesus hallelujah thank you jesus